When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Teddy Swims. Check me out on the Bootleg Kev Podcast. Bootleg Kev Podcast, Bootleg Kev Show. We got a special guest in here. I've been a fan of this guy for, I don't know, three or four years now, ever since I discovered you on the internet. Teddy Swims. Hey, thanks for having me, Bob. I'm so stoked to be here, dude. Yeah, man. I watch this podcast. I'm like, always like, man, I want to get on this so bad. So look at us. It's dope. We made it look happen, Look at your manifesting life, you know? Come on. Yeah, what a great the first day to time I us. met you, I was very, very fucking hammered at the, uh, it was at Jelly Roll had a show out here at the Troubadour. I yeah, think. sure did, man. What an angel. And I was blasted. What an absolute angel. Yeah, we was We had a good night. We drank a lot. Yeah, we sure freaking did. Amongst others. <laughs> I remember Jelly had gotten like right after we were upstairs in the little like, I don't know, I guess yeah. the bar area. Mm-hmm. And he had just he was just sitting back, you know, like just sitting back in the booth. The, in the booth and yeah. they just kept bringing trays full of, of like 30. He's like, well, 30 more tequilas, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. 30 more Casamigos. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. It was a fucking night, man. <laughs> Hey, it's been dope to see uh, just your come up, dude. I've been, um, you know, I, I use your layout because I always talk to uh, aspiring singers and songwriters, right? And I always use you as an example to like how to use the internet in your favor. Because if you're super talented, like you have the voice of an angel, right? Well, thank you. I found you, I think it was, I think it was the Mario cover. All right, yeah, 2019. Yeah. 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 And um, ever since then, I subscribed to the YouTube channel, and I always will show people, like, yo, there's this guy, Teddy Swims. Like, he's doing, like, covers, but he's doing them, like, with, like, care, with, like, high production value. And, like, you know, it's dope that, you know, that was kind of, like, would you say that those covers were kind of your way into kind of becoming discovered on a bigger Absolutely, man. And we really, really originally didn't intend on doing them. It was just like, so June 25th of 2019 was the first one we did. And I wanted to just kind of pay homage to Michael Jackson because it was 10 years Mm -hmm. after he died. And 
we just woke up and it was just kind of going crazy. So we were like, I mean, I think, I think the first year, that first day after we posted it, we woke up with like 10,000 views, you know? And, and now that's such like, seems like such a minuscule number. If I get like, not, if I don't get a million on something now, I'm like, right. Oh, fucking kill me. I suck. You know, but, but that 10,000 we woke up to, bro. And we were like, Holy shit, guys, we got fucking 10,000 views. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And it was, it was so cool, man. And, uh, and so since then we was like, I guess this is working. And we, we just kept going and kept doing more covers and and started you know and that's kind of what Teddy Swims just kind of became its own thing because um, we were we were banned forever you know and then it was just that that just kind of went off and we just I guess we're just shifting gears and me and all my buds and you know just just kept doing it. At what point in time were you like because. I know there had to be a point in time where every major label was coming at you, like like almost like you're yeah. LeBron James, like a free agent. Dude, it, it was quite it was quite neat too, because uh, so I, I once once those like covers started really kind of going off, and, and that that Mario cover was really one that was first starting to go, and uh, and Shania Twain, still the one mm-hmm. cover, really did a lot for us. And but after that first one, I was talking to my buddies at the time, and because we were all in bands and stuff, I was still in a metal band and mm-hmm. and still playing, and uh, and. Uh, and we we would have like the same guys that would you know kind of record us man my good friendly Rouse and and uh, my buddy Aaron and Joel who like filmed filmed the videos and so at one point we were just kind of he did a great we, job yeah we had we had we had like I had this idea it's like look man I think I think if we I think we just all put our heads together. Like, let's just like, just do this, do covers like weekly. Let's just get together, write songs for this project. That way, when we get ready to, you know, get signed or whatever it is that we're going to do, I just asked my friends to give me like six months of their time. And I said, just six months. And we're, man, so we all moved into this house together in Snellville, Georgia. And it was like a five bedroom house. And we like put plyboard walls up and made two bedrooms out. I mean, we ended up making this thing like a nine bedroom house. It was five, but it was really nine. Yeah, it was like nine bedroom house, man. We had like 50. I think 12 of us were living there and like 15 of us were there every day. It was a Shit. fucking... And this is where you guys were recording. Yeah, everything? it was like fucking Tavakegadea over there, wow. man. You know what I'm saying? And we... we So we, we had like... We had built like two studios in it and then, you know, we had our like... We had our... Uh, our garage was, was where we like could distribute our own merch too and my brother would come over there and distribute our merch and so, so it was the merch factory in the garage yeah so it was more like dude two <laughs> studios in there a bunch of rooms and i just figured like i was like well we can film we can record we can write we can sing we can make all this stuff ourselves we can we can do all of it we can take the pictures we can distribute the merch so i was like it just six months let's all put our heads together on this and if it if it works out then like we're all gonna be straight because we we don't need anybody you know and um sure enough we june 25th of 2019 was the first cover we did and in december 24th of 2019 uh i signed to warner records and put all my best buds on salary and it was a day less than six months which is wow. fucking wild out like just speaking things into existence and you, and you put all the homies who were there with you, man. Yeah, they're all they, on the they, team. yeah, they're, they're man. And they're still, all your shit. they're still, they're still fucking the same van and still same guys. And and now we're actually making pretty damn good money, man. That's so a beautiful thing. Everybody's everybody's doing good, and uh, and a lot lots of them about to move out here too, man. And just keep and they've all had like writing cuts on records with me and right. producing cuts, and you know we just we keep we keep going together, man. No, it's been dope to see, man. Um, so you say you were in a metal band around the time you did the first cover? Yeah, sure was, man. I was, I was in my whole life. I spent a lot of those. Uh, you can still find some of the stuff. It's called uh, it's, this band's called Eris, A E R I S, and you can find it. What kind of metal are we talking it was, here? It was like it was like kind of a more post metalcore kind of. They were singing, there was some screaming, a little more some some kind of active rock situation, a little like post hardcore, a little metalcore kind of, a little bit of everything in okay. it. You know, just. It, it, was, it was all right. It was pretty good. There's some, there's some decency in it. 
Yeah, so all that stuff's still out there for everybody. Yeah, to check it out. sure is, yeah. man. It's crazy because like your like your music now, I feel like is you know there's a void, and I feel like uh, our friend Jelly Roll is filling that void. Just good songwriting, good like I'm talking about even on the pop side because now when I listen to Kiss FM or even you know certain rhythmic stations, you'll hear your single, and it's just good music from the soul and i feel like that is like a there's a void of that in our current music landscape yeah i think so too i think there's a i think i think i i'm, I'm really happy that it was that song too because i think I, I i have this thing where i always want to blend to whatever i think something needs to sound like or or like you don't want to get on a trend of something because right. i find that the things that get on trends that work out are just always like a flash in the pan or have like one big song you know and and i think the ones that are real the things that really stick around are real disruptors, you know. And I hope that um, I, I like I like what's what's great about Lose Control being my big first single that's that's kind of broken into the market. The one that's taken off, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's it leaves me with so much room to go so many places. wherever you want to yeah, go because it's 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 got the soul, it's got some country elements, some yeah. Motown elements, mm-hmm. some damn Old rock and roll R&B, elements, some R R B. Yeah, it's got everything in it, and I, and I'm glad to know that it's working, and it's working on different avenues you know it's working on rhythmic radios yeah. and, and pop radio you got an r&b remix out there you got the, the you know it's, 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 it's great to see that it's working and uh and it gives me just absolute room to go wherever the hell i want from here i think and and not be too left field you know talk about uh influences coming up in bands and shit like what were some of your band influences like, what, like give me your like three or four greatest bands of all time the bands okay let's um, go bands first yeah of all time, I see. So as far as like influence goes, I'd have to say like so. There's a band called uh, Acceptance when I was like in like sixth grade, uh, like first band I ever like really got into. Mm-hmm. Acceptance like changed my life. I remember playing like you remember like NFL Street Two when that came out, oh, like yeah. NFL Street. Was that the one with Ricky Williams on the cover? Bro, they had they had it was like Exhibit was yeah, in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But everybody, it was dude. It was all such the street a, games are yeah. so fire. Dude, they were so back. sick, man. They were so sick. I mean the uh, the I, I recently played. Sorry to get off track no. here, but I recently played the NBA streets and the the old school one. Yeah, the camera it's like side angle, so you kind of don't have really depth perception. Yeah. So you're just like kind of going right by the goal. It doesn't hold up as well as you no, remember. Sure. No, the NBA Street, but, but, NFL Street, and the what was the skate games? The uh, skate, the skate. I was yeah. all my shit. Yeah, we got to bring all that. Shit but back. the uh, the the. Oh man, and uh, Def Jam Vendettas, bro. Vendetta. Come on, bro. Who would you be during uh, like, dude? Uh, man, Red Man every Red time. Man. Red Man was my hero. Oh, dude, well, How High is like one of my favorite movies of all time with him and Meth. Yeah, man, that's like one of the best movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny, like that that game existed. I had that game, and then there was this Wu Tang game on PlayStation. It was a fighting game where you could pick like all nine members of Wu Tang. And then you'd fight like evil monks and shit. That's so sick. But yeah, Vendetta was that shit for sure. Man, well, but anyway, uh, bands. So there was there was a song on to uh, on on uh, on NFL Street too, and it was the song called "In Too Far" by Acceptance. And I was like, I just fell in love with it. And I went and found this album, Phantoms, and it mm-hmm. just like changed my life. It's one of the first ones I ever listened to. I was like, God, I want the, this. Is like. I was all. They were all over my MySpace. Like oh shit! Everything, like Top all, all songs, all their yeah. whole that whole album was all over my MySpace. So I like acceptance is up there for me. Um, Circus Survive, man. Anthony Green, mm-hmm. 
one of the greatest of all times, I think, as far as the band goes. I was so I was so invested in Circus Survive, still am, man. I mean, he's he's in LS Dunes now. Just he's just one of the greatest, I think. Um, Chiodos, man. Also, all 2007 like Warp Tour, you know, just two, uh, Chiodos was incredible, man. I, uh, Warp Tour was an era. God, man. it was so. That was one of the first shows I ever went to, man. And uh, I mean, I'll have to. I obviously have to throw Van Halen in there too, as bands go, because. Come on, yeah. uh, uh, Lincoln Park, man. Lovely come Park. on, Mike. R. P. Chester, man. Yeah, come on, man. Mike, Mike Shinoda just came out God. on stage at um, some radio show. I was like, oh shit! I think he came on stage with somebody. Dude, he, they, they've changed my life, man. I, I got those co- first two albums, man, uh, were like my childhood. Dude, Hybrid Theory is one of the first ones I got. That uh, and I Meteora. Got, yeah. I got my one of my first like Christmas where I got. Um, Got CDs, and you remember when they used to be wrapped? Yeah, you just knew your parents got you those. Yeah, because it was the shape of a CD. Yeah, it was, dude. But I had gotten, I had gotten Hybrid Theory, um, uh, no pads, no helmets, just balls by Simple Plan, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was there was like a three. CD set of Switchfoot. It was like okay. Legend of Ten, and I forget the other two uh, records on it, but it was like three CDs all in you one. You knew you were getting CDs for Christmas and DVDs yeah. or games. You'd be like, "Is yeah. this a movie or a game?" Yeah, yeah. That that was that was the catchy part. Yeah, did you get a DVD or, or a video game? Like, I hope yeah. it's a game. Yeah. I hope it's not a like, fucking movie. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want a copy of Click. You yeah. Know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Clerks. I'm fine. I you know. No, that's dope, man. Yeah, no, Lincoln Park. I got to see them. Uh, I I went as a kid to the Hybrid Theory tour. Oh, so jealous. And that's they jealous. had a this. There's this rapper named MC Supernatural. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but Supernat is like the freestyle god. Yeah, hip-hop. right. So at the time, he would do this shit where he would. I would see him on these like smaller hip hop shows for like dilated people's of Jurassic Five and shit. Um, and he would do this thing where he would spin around and come as like and impersonate another rapper. So he'd like spin around and be rapping like Exhibit. And then he'd spin around and be rapping like oh, Mr. Rhyme. Sick. And he's the first person I ever saw like take someone's ID from the crowd and rap their name and their birthplace. And so they uh, had him open the um, Lincoln Park tour and it was so crazy. Because I'd never seen somebody combine like hardcore real hip hop shit and like rock shit in yeah. that way. And without it being corny. Yeah, they they were dude because there were some corny the the rap rock era it got corny it got a little corny you know and I think a lot of that has to do with Joe Hahn too man because he's yeah. he, that just the Lincoln Park always had that that DJ you know mm-hmm. they had the DJ and they and had like the, really like and they had the roots too like Styles of Beyond and yeah shit exactly and, they they're just real real hip hop fans right, I think right, right, enti- right. entirely you know and I, I think like I, I got a chance to work with them a couple of times and just kind of go over to mics and and experiment with them and play and it was so cool because I'd never seen I never seen actually like Joe still he like still has like so when they're sampling stuff it's not like they're going to splice like everyone else he, everyone's doing he's splice. really he's really pulling out records and and finding moments in there and sampling them real time still as wow. they're like writing and i'm like dude it was so neat to see because i've never seen that does somebody sample like live actual, into recording like that's how they actually do it yeah as opposed to that's like how they, that's how it's it on a website was, so, yeah download an mp3 and put it it's in so a- easy for us now which thank god i would i, I like that about it yeah. <laughs> i would be fucking lost if it was up to me if you were you like know? man if i gotta yeah. go sit in this but it's great store. to just go like hi hat one thirty BPM and just oh that one you know that's right. that's so sick to do that now I'm like I wouldn't change it for the world but it was cool to see that like he's still he's still dedicated to you know like and doing DJ sets like really doing like when people are really using records right. still it's so fucking that's got to be see. cool like for you like have you realized that you because you know I always say we grew up having a dream. 
And then when we accomplish accomplish the dream, like if somebody were to tell probably you ten years ago that you'd have a million views on YouTube, you'd be like, oh yeah, fuck. fucking right, we're yeah. on. Yeah, you know, but like I feel like when we hit those dreams, like we don't even like take time to like really appreciate it. You know, I try. It's always about what's next. Yeah, I try. I try to. I try to now like I'm trying to get to that point, but you know, you're so in it that you like. Because like, if even I'm realize. sitting in a room with Mike Shinoda and like the Lincoln Park guys, I'm like. Freaking out! Oh man, I, I've, yeah, that was definitely one of those times where we're, we we're talking about things, and I was just like, "Look, guys, like I'm stoked that we're friends, but just don't ever forget that I'm going to be more of a fan than I'll ever be your friend. Like I, I love you so much, you know. You, like I'm I'm just here to like soak in, sponge in all the little stories. Like tell me fucking everything. Yeah, I like, know I everything, know all you know, because they're dude, and they're and just like, man. Also, recording vocals with Mike Shinoda was like such a uh, he's such a He's such a fucking genius when it comes to that because he'll he'll do this thing to which I'm like such a chameleon because I grew up on such different type of music. So if we're doing something rock, I just instantly kind of find myself gearing my voice towards this particular sound. Right. Or like if we're doing like some Motown, I kind of gear my voice towards like and I kind of play a character a lot, you know. And he kind of broke me down and was like, okay, 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 let's just try this take again, and we could be the most fucking heaviest part of the song. And he's like, but don't give me such rock and roll, Teddy. Give me like give me Motown. Song, give me Teddy. like yeah. Try yeah. that one out. Yeah. See what that character sounds like. Okay, all right. Is there an in between of those two that you can kind of do? Okay, so why don't you give me like your like? Why don't you give me your more like indie rock voice? So why don't you give me more of this kind of voice? Why don't well, try some fucking weird? Give me musical theater, Ted, right, right here. Like you're or offer. Just give me some offer, you know. And he's and we'll just he'll kind of like carve it. I'll just be like, damn, I never thought those things would go together, you know, because my brain just goes like, Ugh! like you know, and I don't I don't think to trade change right. my voice to not. It, what well, it is. You have the ability to do so much. Like if you drop the country album tomorrow, nobody would think yeah. twice. They'd be like, I, I, "Yeah, that's that's what I that's what if I." Would the, like. If you did a, a full R and B album, that's the plan. Like, yep, that's the plan, man. I hope to I hope to be able to just kind of. I always I always wanted to say that like uh, I will forever be. Um, I'll. I could be second best at anything for sure, and, I, and that's enough. Like I can I can because you couldn't put this person in a you couldn't you know like. Chris Brown couldn't put out a country record. I mean, he could. I'm sure he'd crush it, but he does his thing. You know, no, but people it, would be like, and then really? George Strait wouldn't put out a, yeah, you know, George, like you George couldn't Strait put him in an R&B record. Right, right, you know? right, I mean, right, you right. could. I'm sure you could, but they would do their thing, you know. And so I always like gave myself this like, I, I will be second best at every one of these things. Don't you worry. I yeah. think I can. I can guarantee you, I'll be second best at all of them. Did you listen to a lot of hip hop at all as a kid? Yeah, absolutely, man. Growing up in Georgia, I'm sure. Yeah, dude. But that's. I think that's what it was. Just this the melting pot of. Of culture, culture itself, yep. man. We had all the best country music. We had all the best soul music. We had all the best hip hop music. Yep. Everything, all the best rock music. Everything came from Georgia, man. And I'm I'm so lucky and fortunate to be raised in 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 that just culture and melting pot and and see so many different avenues and sides of 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 American culture. You know, we just had Turbo, uh, who's a producer for Gunna. He had he did Drip Too Hard, which is Diamond. But I just interviewed him before you came here, and I told him that you were coming. He got super. He's like, "Yo, connect us." No way, Turbo. You probably you know his you yeah, know his you please. know his, his producer tag. Sure, but he's huge. Well, please. And I was means, like, "Oh yeah, we yeah. got Teddy Swims." He's like, "Teddy Swims, he's dude, hard." I would I would be I'd be absolutely honored, man. What a what a gangster, man. That guy's fucking. Yeah, he's he's him, dude. I would love. I would be. I'd be honored. Uh, when growing up in the South, did, were you a college football guy? Absolutely, man. Like, it's are a you good a day. Bulldogs guy? You fucking know it, man. Yeah. It's a good day to be a dog. I mean, we we didn't make it. I think I think we got. 
I think we got fucked out of getting to the national championship and getting our three peat, but it's whatever. But it's I just mean, so crazy how it's like it's really uh, like a religion in the south. It is, man. I, I love it too, man. I got to go to the I got to go to the na- national championship last year mm-hmm. uh, here in L.A. You know, and it was like for the absolute spanking we put mm-hmm. on them, and it was just, dude. I've never been so fucking hammered in my life. It was a time <laughs> of my life, dude, just screaming, man. And um, not too long ago, I think like a couple years ago now, we we had closed out our tour and. Uh, Georgia Theater in, in Athens and we ended up becoming good friends with this guy Josh Brooks who's athletic director mm-hmm. there and he let me and my my tour manager my best bud Curtis uh kind of see the whole like the whole Everything. the whole athletic department right. you know and it was dude it was nuts man there's like he's like it's like the best a fucking hundred million dollars can buy you know I what bet. I mean I'm, it's like it's crazy in there dude I got to uh uh, and I, I met I met Kirby Smart, right, the coach, and mm-hmm. I'd never been like starstruck by anyone before, you know, like because I, I, you would think it'd be like somebody that I look up to, like, right? That that would really leave me like, but it was it was the football coach yeah. for me that like really he was just like, hey son, how you doing, man? And I was like, thank I was, you. I was like, yeah, thank hi, you. yeah. He's yeah. like, so you so you're playing at Georgia Theater? I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of cool bands there, man. So, Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I was so shy. I couldn't figure out what the fuck to say to Kirby Smart. Right. And I was like, I don't. I was like, I walked away from that. Like, what the fuck? Why was I so struck by that? But right, not, I, like, I go through the same shit. Like, I'll meet like because I think because I'm in the field. Like, if I didn't meet a musician or a, a rapper or an artist, like it's cool to meet them. But I've, I've I've met everybody, you know. So it's like, but if I meet like an actor or yeah. like a wrestler, yeah, that's that's yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, fuck exactly, man. I'm like so excited to meet like like I met Jimmy Hart, Hulk Hogan's manager. From the eighties at a restaurant once and I was just like, Oh, I got I I gotta go bother him while he's eating. Like I'm not that guy, but I'm gonna walk up to Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, and just be like, Hey, I know you're eating, but like before you leave, can I get a picture? And he was like, Of course, young man. And I was like, Well, thank you. Man, yeah, that that like, I don't care. Like like if it was like, you know, but I, I'm just, you know, like if I ever met Larry David, I'd be besides myself, you know? Yeah, fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson walks oh, in here rock. right now. I'd, I'd fucking f- pass out, dude. I'd absolutely freak out if we just walk. Yeah, well, I, I, man, Will Smith walked in here right now. I'd flip <laughs> out, dude. I'd just be like, go. Or Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. God, I, man, mean, I, got to, I actually got to smoke weed number, with Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's number which one was cool. for me, man. God. Martin Lawrence, man, that's number one Did for me. Did you see bro. Chappelle's new stand-up? It's yeah, so good. Yeah, he's the best, man. He's, he's the GOAT, man. He is the greatest, man. I got a, I got a tattoo of him right here on my thigh, too. You man. have a Chappelle tattoo? Yeah, he's right here, man. Oh, him shit! And, him and uh, Martin Lawrence playing Jerome. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. He's right here. That's my favorite show of all time, man. Martin is Martin like, is Martin's like my my go-to bedtime show. Mm-hmm. Like every day. You can I'm always throw it. Martin on. It's the best show ever, man. Me and my pops used to watch that and he's just just the funniest, man. Funniest just greatest show, I think, of all time. I yeah, really it's, I, it's, I will give I will give Martin the greatest show of all time. Either. I always say like uh when I talk about Martin, it's either like as a as a kid, it was like Martin or Fresh Prince. Different yeah. shows, but still yeah. very both like integral parts of my childhood. And I mean, man, man, Martin man. was funnier, obviously. I did, I, but you well, get like some real life lessons. In yeah, Prince. you did, you did, man. Like, you really fuck. did, man. And and it's so, it's so good. I, I just recently listened to the uh, I, I've listened to the Will Smith book. You know, Will. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, it's and it's uh it's quite funny because he's talking about he's yeah. talking about how in the first and I didn't even notice until I went back and watched some of them again that he was like you could see him. Like clearly mouthing everybody else's lines, yep. and I didn't, I didn't know until he was like sharing that story, and I went back and watched some, and you could just see him like, yeah, until he know everybody's lines, crazy man, work ethic. Yeah, Martin's man. up there. What's your favorite Chappelle show skit? 
Um, man, I, I, I probably have to say, I probably, it, to me, it might be that France episode, you know, Charlie Murphy, man, rest in peace also, yeah. dude. That was a good one. And, I just uh, rewatched, uh, me and my wife just watched the, sp- the stand-up special and I was like, all right, I got to put Chappelle show on. Cause to me, the, the most flagrant, hilarious skit ever put on television is Clayton Bixby. Yeah. I'm about, dude, I was about, <laughs> I was about to say Clayton Bixby is, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just blind, he's and he like, doesn't. He's in the. He's like, come on, Clayton, we want to see your face. We want to see your face. Uh, yeah. And he said, you want to see my face? And Boom. he takes it off, and his head explodes Dude, everywhere. It's some. It's something that like it's something that only he could get away with. You know oh what I mean? Like he's he's just he's the best at that, man. And you can't bat an eye at. And man. then uh, he just pushed the boundaries, man. Always does. Yeah, and then Tyrone Biggum's doing um, Fear Factor. <laughs> He said, I don't know if you know this, Joe Rogan, but I smoke rocks. Yeah. And he walks right across the hot stones like. <laughs> yeah, no. Chappelle's Genius, the man. He is the greatest of all time, man. I feel like the best comedies, like as a kid, like, oh, not the best, but some of the best, like that didn't last long enough. And the Boondocks. I don't know if you ever watched the Boondocks. I love. Yeah. We, we, we missed out on We got two great seasons. Yeah. The third season wasn't written by the OGs, so it wasn't as great. But the first two seasons. Oh. Like if I could see the Boondocks. Do like a Krishan Rock Blueface episode in 2024, it'd be a, it'd be incredible. They could they I think it's due for a comeback. Everything comes back, right? Um, dude, one 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 guy I've been listening like watching a lot. Uh, there's this guy Shane Gillis. Oh, he's the best. Him? God, dude. Listen, Shane Gillis right now is the greatest stand up alive. I think I think I think I dude I think I think he's like that beautiful dogs and I mean everything he does. No, man, from podcasting. So I'm a comedian geek. Yeah, me too. Me and man. my boy James, my co-host. We talk about this all the time, and we're like, "Yo, right now, yeah, Shane, nobody Shane's can fuck with Shane, dude." I, I've, I've watched that Beautiful Dogs like seven times, and I can't quit crying. Like, I and laugh. You know what I, I like about what he like what Shane Gillis does is so good. Is like, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Like politically, he he's you're you're laughing. Yeah, he yeah he's he just he's he, so good. Yeah, he's and great. His man. Trump impersonation is God. Just, Dude, when I he, wouldn't have cried. Yeah, <laughs> so when he good. did that joke, which, beautiful dogs. What, which Chappelle, so what, did you see the clip where Chappelle brought him on stage to do the Biden yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah. He's, like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, Joe Biden's the only president you can you can punch, assassinate. Like <laughs> the motherfucker, and he's dead. <laughs> Dog, I was. You, have you met Shane Gillis? No, I, I I messaged him like you know a couple of times. I, I messaged him one time to say like, hey man, you're the greatest alive right now you know and then then you know we exchange a merry christmas too i was like bro we gotta hang one day man you know so we've talked a couple times on instagram but i'm like that's a dude i would just absolutely love to just talk to and just, I know, you want to drink I know beer would, with him yeah i know like, he'd let's, make hey, you let's laugh, smash bro. some bud lights yeah bro let's, let's go smoke some let's, cigarettes let's and go ape shit man. And, yeah he's yeah. a he's a fucking cool dude no he's the goat man um i actually got to i was near shane gillis i was in austin my friend's a rapper named Freddie Gibbs. He went on Rogan, and I went with him. And I was like, I saw Joe Rogan, and met him at his place. Super cool spot. I bet. Uh, later on that night, we go to a comedy show. Everybody's there, but I go up to Joe Rogan, and I'm like, Hey, man, I started eating shrooms because your podcast. And so I pulled out some shrooms, and I was like, Would you take a microdose with me? And he was like, I gotta plan that shit out, buddy. And I was like, Fair. It's okay. I'll have two. I'll have two. So I was off of fucking shrooms, and I also had an edible, and I was drinking, dude. And I had one of the most <sighs> fried, yeah, bugged wild. out, tweaked out nights of my life in Texas. It was just 
that's the place to go do it though you know For just sure. a bunch of beautiful <clears throat> landscape just everything's flat and- have you ever had like a terrible trip no actually man I, i've had i've had some moments you know but i feel like they've always led to like real profound like i've had right i've had like i've like had like on a the couple, other side of it a better yeah, man i've had a couple where i just like just sobbed and i was like god this is perfect this is every it's always taught me something really good i think the closest thing i ever had to one that was weird so uh my best friend smooth uh jamil bridges man uh he we we had went for his 21st birthday so his dad like lived in vegas and and we we were gonna bring a bunch of shrooms, and we're like, "Fuck, we didn't figure out how we we're gonna fly with these. Right. You can't just fly with an yeah, ounce of mushrooms." Yes, you know. Yeah. But we were we were fucking. Sure. So we decided we decided to just take a gigantic, just eighth a mouthful, man, and got an eighth of it a piece. And um, oh shit! And when it, dude, it, it, dude, it was the worst situation of my life. I mean, the flight was great because it was like from from like daytime to nighttime, East Coast from Atlanta right. to West Coast, and I saw like the sun setting. But we were also flying Spirit, so I might have been helpful. You know. It might have been helpful because there was Evil. nothing to watch, Your you know. So uh, I know. So I was just looking out the window for five hours, like, like, uh, but, and you're like this. There's no yeah. Room. But getting on the flight, but like the flight was absolutely breathtaking, you know. And but go like it was Saturday night at Atlanta Airport, the busiest airport ever, and I'm fucking tripping face on mushrooms going through TSA, and that was That's like that was the worst thing that has ever happened to me. That mm-hmm. was like I was that was like I don't know how I'm gonna get through it. I just felt like I was like walking with my backpack like yep. a fucking robot. I've been there, and everybody was just like just I thought super, I thought everyone was just staring getting at through me. TSA hammered on anything is rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm just vibrating, like, fucking shoes off. You're like, oh. yeah. yeah. Thank God for free check nowadays. Not that I'm doing mushrooms at the airport anymore, but no, if, if, I, if, Why would you do that? if I was right now in my life would be the prime time. Free check would be the time. <laughs> or, or, you know, when you go to like a, like a private jet or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, right now is the prime time to go through so TSA. You, you land on. in Vegas and you're just primed up for Vegas as soon as yeah, you Yeah, man. And we, we, we spent like five days for his 21st birthday and, you know, we were all just young kids and fucking having the time of our life. It was magical. Vegas is fun. You yeah, but it's like two or three days max for me. I, think. I used to live there. So. Five was just fucking exhausting. Did you guys end much. up at uh, the Spearmint Rhino at all? No, we did not. We great, were, that was just a great strip. I, I, went, I, went, I saved up like $500, and I went, and I just quarter-slotted it, and I left with like 600 bucks after five days of kind of eating hey, good that's and a stuff. fucking win. So I was like, yeah, baby. You're just, up 100 bucks after a week? Yeah, I was like, that's pretty good. That was pretty solid. So now I just stick to the ding-dings, baby. You yeah, know, I just gambling is a pull the slot. It can get bad. Like, yeah, I, I, I can't get the, I can't get the bug for it, man. Cause I just like, I don't have the sports gambling. You'll get the bug. For I, yeah. I well, see. I see one thing I like about sports gambling. I was talking to my buddy about this and I make like little ass bets, like right. maybe like $5 on like a six game parlay. Right. You know what like I mean? If it hits, you win three bucks. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's not shit money, but also it like, it's like, it makes the games not only more interesting and usually five bucks for like a couple days of dopamine rush. It's like way cheaper than it. what I'd pay for dopamine right. rushes any other time. You know what I mean? Usually dopamine costs you like a hundred bucks and you get an hour with your friend and then you're laying in bed like more. fucking God damn it. I can't sleep. And then you're just trying to jerk off until you can pass out. And that's not happening either. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes that's why I try to tell my wife sometimes. I'm like, honey, sometimes you just gotta rub one out to get to bed. It has nothing yeah. to do with you. It has to do with me. Yeah, yeah. then you're fucking laying there until six AM like you fucking liar. Everybody, if they fucking knew what you you know, you you're just beating yourself up because all that dopamine's gone. Your and then you're going to beat yourself off. Yeah. Beating yourself up and beating yourself off. There's that little guy's like- fucking that guy's just fucking laying there like, come on, man. Come on, man. 
do something for me, baby. I got to go to sleep. There's nothing like trying to go to sleep <laughs> on shrooms, though. Because then you close your eyes and you're like, fuck. Have you ever, have you ever like fucking boned anybody on mushrooms? I, yes. I always think about it, you know, like, or I always think like, damn, should have tried jerking off. That could have been cool. You know, and I just never, that's just the last thing on my mind when I'm, when I'm in the middle of a trip. I don't, I'm not like, let's fucking go jerk off real quick. I just don't think, and, and just being alone. Yeah, jerking on Tripping shrooms, balls is awful. I've probably only jerked off on shrooms like twice. Was it tight? It wasn't bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was going to be like sick. You know, I just Lights always off, <laughs> Full screen. Oh, shit. Yeah. Headphones on. A VR set. Oculus on. Oh, the. You know what's crazy? Is I haven't tried that, but I have an Oculus. Oh, yeah. He's time to run that, baby. Yo, <laughs> the Oculus porn while on shrooms? Take a couple more tops and see what happens to oh, you. Oh, shit. Text me and let me know. Wash your hands that first, though. You know great. what I'm saying? <laughs> You ever have post... Hey, hey, Teddy, have you ever had post-nut clarity? Yeah, all the time, man. Where you're like, you got like 13 tabs going on the hub. God, and you're like, you disgusting disgrace of a human. And then once you bust, (laughs) you look down and you're like, ah, fuck. God. All these potential fucking jerks you had, like... Yeah, God. I can't even get to all the tasks. You know, I, I, I know. I, I try. I try my best to just be like, you know. These days, I'm like, man, it's 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 so awful for your brain to know that we just have something new all the time. You know, just have something like whatever we want, sure. whatever takes our little button is like, and it's so negative. Those thumbnails, you got to find the thumbnail. It can't be good for you. Oh, it's terrible for you. Oh, it's horrible. Especially if you're trying to be in love with someone, you know, it's probably bad. So I try to. I try to. Now, I mean, now currently I'm single, so it's good. Fuck it. You know what you can do now? I can look at whatever I want. You know, but I want to fall. I, I'm, I'm at a spot where I'm longing for companionship and I don't like, you know, and I have a hopeful. So I'm trying to be like better about just jerking off six times a well, day. What you, you know? could do is you could sleep <laughs> on your hand, right? And then you wake up and oh, it's yeah. dead. And then you get your, your, your arms asleep and you give yourself a stranger. The stranger, yeah. yeah. The left handed stranger. For me, it's the right handed stranger. <laughs> That's what they do in jail, they give themselves strangers. That's a good idea. In more than one way. In more than one way. <laughs> In more than one, so okay, so uh, Teddy, uh, this record is is taking off like crazy. What? <laughs> he said, "All right, back to business." Let's Hold on, on the, let's get back on the road. <laughs> They're gonna be a remix coming. Um, you know, I, we we we've talked about it, we've chatted about it, and I, I would like that, you know. But also, it's. Well, the way that the record's doing right now, um, we're expecting it. To, like we released it in June, and we're expecting it to probably peak in around the same time. And a so, year later, and it's really just still climbing and climbing That's and so climbing. Fire. So I, I just I don't I don't know if it's if if we did a if we did like a, a remix now, I wouldn't want it to like kind of mess up the yeah I don't, I don't want it to like split streams and and mess it up and so i think we're in the we're in the decision if like maybe if the right person comes along and we do the right way then maybe but you know you also, never cross streams you never cross streams no not, not unless it's your best friend yeah <laughs> or you guys are drunk behind a liquor store <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't split the streams you don't cross the streams. <laughs> I'm having a time of my life, man. Thank you. Yeah, but I think I think, it, I think it's gonna be. I think it's I think it's still growing and doing great. And so, uh, and also, it's it's something cool about my first uh, breakthrough to to be just 
fucking like you turn the fucking radio on yeah like, it's oh, just shit. it's just your boy on there man and i'm, I'm really happy that it's, it's just kind of me and i think for that first the whole first album i, I didn't put out any any features on it because on purpose i feel i feel like it, i wanted it to be like here's my first fucking big statement and so i wanted to just have my, my i feel like most time. like great debut albums at least on the hip-hop side i'm thinking like nauseomatic only had one feature you know like like you want you want to hear like this is unapologetically yourself yeah exactly like, this is me Love me for me, and then if I do collabs later on down the road, that's cool too. But I don't want y'all to come over here just because so and so was on the song. Right. I, I could, yeah, I agree with that, and and I think it's what's imperative that I finally I, I think I kind of found where I'm where I'm you know where I'm slivering to. So nice, nice. There's there's a there's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for like a artistic uh, point of view or something or like I have my own little perspective. Thank you, my own little artist perspective. I've kind of figured out. I think. Nice. Are you um like because obviously you're busy running around doing what you do. How often are you just creating like like let's say this cycle right now? Are you still getting in the studio? Yeah, often? nonstop, man. And I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm like I'm I'm hungry. I eat just I just like I have to I have to I have to keep writing. I'm writing, 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 writing. Especially when we're on the road, we don't get that opportunity often. So like since I've been back, I'm just like I'm I'm in a session and then in an evening session, Dope. and I'm trying to turn out as many op- options and 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 songs as I possibly can because I just I, I got so much shit that I want to say right now and and I'm just so fucking in love with it man I, I went home for, to Atlanta and we supposed, I was supposed to take like a kind of a break and um, I ended up staying at my bassist's house for like three days and just kind of sitting and writing and recording and eventually you know him and his roommates were like bro we're like done writing we were like want to hang out and yeah, let's party go. and on. I was like well I guess you guys don't want it as bad as I do yeah. fucking, so I was like I'm leaving called my buddy Chris and Lincoln was like hey can I come over there and fucking yeah. and I, I mean I rang in the new year fucking still just I just can't stop wow. it's, it's just it's like also I think it's like a, maybe a hardcore anxiety thing that I feel like I just want to where my feelings get out and I'd rather much much rather than go to a bar or like a club just be fucking shit house in the mm-hmm. house on a microphone it's just the best yeah like if you, you want to see it, me come to the studio you know where I'm going to be Pokemon on your hand yeah man a little Bulbasaur oh shit your tattoos are fucking they're getting there, man. They're, They're getting everywhere. there. What's the most random tattoo? I mean, besides Martin Lawrence's face on your leg. Um, so I, 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 I'll pull it out for this camera right here. It's so stupid, dude. I so hey, don't pull it out. I'm not that out. I'm like, well, like. But you can pull the tattoo. If out. I were to ever get that tattooed, it'd be more of a hi and not a hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I'm, I'm, Yo, I'm, I went over some people's heads. I'm a, okay, I'm a grower, not a shower. Baby. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean to say. I've gotten no complaints thus far. And if it were any bigger, you'd just be hurting people. You, gotta, you don't want to do you that. You got to undersell so you can over deliver. Yeah, I guess we'll see if that works. But so I got this. I got this tattoo on my back. It was like three years ago now, and I haven't finished it because it fucking hurts so bad, dude. It's the worst pain ever. And saw this meme and. um you know this meme of Jesus crossing up the devil? Yeah. On, and it was all over the place. And I remember like, seeing that, yeah. uh, so, so I went to my buddy Derek, and I was like, dude, this would be hilarious to fucking get this done. And uh, here, I'll show it to you. It says, fucking stupid. I haven't got the devil finished because it hurts so bad. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> That's your whole back. I know. The whole fucking thing, man. So, And we added Jordan ones on him, too, which is so stupid. And like... <laughs> 
and I got so much work. I still got background to do on it. I still got oh, like you got a lot. I got another like eight hours yeah, on that. You gotta, and it's fucking just to just to finish this fucking stupid ass joke that I thought was hilarious. And it's just not now frankly you're committed. Now I'm committed. It's not and, as funny anymore. And I don't know what I was thinking, dude. Because if I'm like walking around with my shirt off at the beach or at the pool, then I know everybody's just laughing behind my back. You know, I just made myself a fucking idiot like to everyone. <laughs> you got Jordan crossing. <laughs> it's so stupid. And I, and I even think about it too. Like when I'm like, you know, when I'm with my girl and we're like doing the dirty or whatever, there's no position where she's seeing my back. So it's like, I'm, and I'm not like the best in shape guy either. Right, so my right, shirt's right. just not off often anyway. So it's like, what am I, what the fuck was I thinking? But you're, you're committed now. Yeah, I got to finish, finish it. it yeah. I might go get put, fucking put under the fucking anesthesia though. And just like, please. You get that numbing get cream? Yeah. But this shit don't fucking back tattoos. Fuck man. That hurts so bad. It, yeah. My whole back's done. It sucks. God damn uh, So before you go, you're from the South. There's been a lot of uh, disparaging comments about In-N-Out Burger from people from the South. When they come to L.A., they say In-N-Out's overrated. Let's talk fast food for a sec. Okay. You I, guys got Zaxby's down there. Zaxby's fucks, yeah. We love Raising Cane's, too. That's good. I like Raising Cane's. I get down on that. Um, I think I think for me, though, the the uh, uh, In-N-Out Burger, I think the burger is 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 top notch. I do love that burger. Like when I want a shitty yes. burger, I'm going for that shitty burger. Like in and outs like, to me, the top notch fast food burger. Yeah, I think I th- see that's that's and we can all agree that the fries are fucking. But I think also too, I found out not too long ago when I got the fries that th- those are the only fries on the planet that get better like two hours after they set out. Like they don't oh. they don't get like shitty like McDonald's fries. They actually kind of get a little bit better. Or maybe the and then if you get maybe the, style, yeah, maybe maybe the the bar is just so low that. Consecutively, well, three like, hours later, they're like, it could just still they're be just that shitty. Cut like fresh potatoes, they just and yeah. Then they here you go. They're just they're not they're not, they're not yeah, processed. They're, yeah, oh, see, maybe that's what's wrong with them. Mm. Maybe we just fucking Americans just love just shit toxic. We do. We're all, we're all this processed I, bullshit. That's dude, I find us. when I go to Europe too, it's the same way. Like when I go get like some fast food, like Taco Bell, it's like this fucking not near as good as I wanted it to be. It's, in in it's, Europe, like in like London, it's not. You know, Wait, they have Taco Bell in London. Yeah. Oh wow, that's an interesting choice of food if you're in London. Well, but I, I, I had to go try it out, you know, and and, Is it, and, and it, but it's different because well, it's not everything. Uh, yeah, everything thing's got to be real food you know so like even your mcdonald's burger is 100 percent beef and it's like i don't want 100 percent beef i want like cardboard want and like bullshit. crushed up beetles and shit <laughs> I wanna give it- yeah. where's the fucking cardboard and the crushed up beetles you know what i'm I saying want my, yeah I where's want my, a little fiberglass inside of it you I, know want, what I, mean? I don't want my burger to like you know you've seen those videos of like a there'd be like a mcdonald's burger five years later and it looks the same yeah i want that inside want that my one. body yeah, yeah. I, want I want it to sit in my belly for the next 12 years <laughs> eternity i want to be buried that's the only thing you could take the grave with you is the mcdonald's burgers you had and your tattoos everything else you know everything is out. you can't you can't take you can't take nothing else when you go but you can sure take that fucking mcdonald's gut with you there it is man well look uh congratulations on all the success <laughs> lose controls going crazy um <laughs> thank you man we hardly got to that at all yeah. did we? it's all right <laughs> we gotta run it back again yeah, yeah um, we got again, congratulations buddy. though man it's been dope thank to you see, man you know just your whole i've been following it man so it's good to it's good to see a, a, a real genuine person who's just incredibly alien like talented. Man, I appreciate do that, that thing. so much. Thanks so much for yeah, having man. me. Bro. We got yeah, we'll do it again and again, man. Anytime. There it is, man. Teddy swims. Appreciate you, brother. Boom. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.